Hello and welcome to another Octal FM soundbite. I'm Gelada. And I'm Zephyrin. And today uh, there's been a couple of sort of, there's been a couple of related things that we've uh, come across um, that we thought that would be interesting to talk about. It's kind of a topic that we've talked about before. Uh, and so we sort of wanted to talk about some of the latest things, latest updates in that world. It's a very d- weird thing to talk about without just <laughs> saying what it is, um, which is that for me, like I've play, been playing The Witcher 3 on mm. Nintendo Switch mm-hmm. uh, and uh, there's been a new patch. And in the latest patch, you can now, it basically has cross-save support. So I can now play, I can now download and upload um, saves on both uh, Steam and GOG and basically play on any one of those places if I own the if I own the game. And the other thing is that you've been playing... Or like you and Gareth, I think have been right. I've been playing some Borderlands Three, yeah, um, on PC, and that has now that has got um, like cross play, right? Between is it between Epic and Steam? Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because yeah. the game was out on Epic for like at least six months, I think. Mm. Um, between of course, the original yeah, yeah, release yeah, yeah. of the game, right? Yeah, it was exclusive to Epic for quite a long time, and now it's come to Steam. Uh, it dropped a couple of days ago. And one of the things that we were concerned about is that I I specifically waited for the Steam release because yeah. even though I really like Borderlands, I want to have everything in one place and yeah. like that's that's Steam for me. So, uh, I, but Gareth picked it up straight away on on Epic. So we were like, we want to make sure we can play together, and mm. we can thankfully. Yeah, yeah, and it's sort of like these are two kind of signs of things that we've always said is really good. Like we want to see more of this kind of behavior if you like you know there there's such a fracturing going on right now of online game stores like like no one buys brick and mortar games now very few people do like you don't go into a shop and things like that and even if you do the game that you get often is like redeem on steam or yeah. like redeem yeah, 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 yeah. on whatever so, especially with pc games yeah exactly especially with pc games so there's a real danger that that as pc gamers we choice is great like it's great to be able to have the choice of going to the humble store or going to gog or going to epic i know that there's controversy around epic but you know like it's good competition is good right you know i think that valve have had it way too easy for far too long with steam you know that's not to say that steam isn't a great service because it is and i mean hell i use steam as my primary gaming platform on pc and have done for many years yeah but if anything it's kind of like we're lucky that steam hasn't completely yeah. gone to shit like yeah. in the because it could have done know. and they could have rested on their laurels because for a very long time they they did have a monopoly really on the, yeah, on the idea of it like yes there were other means and you could still buy physical copies of games and install them but uh, like gaming for the most part on pc has been very digital now for right. quite a long time and valve having competition and now actual real competition because Although there have been other services like, for example, EA Origin and Ubisoft Uplay and stuff like that, like they are competition, quote unquote, but they're so small percentage of the market that it just didn't really matter. But Epic being the sort of the main big player and then other kind of more humble uh, services, shall we say, (laughs) Um, you know, are also taking a piece of the pie, which which is for the consumer is just good. Except for, as you said, the potential for fracturing. Because although it's really good to have competition and to have multiple choices of where you can buy your games, it's not so good if you can't play together. Yeah. It's just like the console wars, but all on the PC, which is is crazy. It's like the same place. Um, But yeah, so it's definitely cool that there's um, cross-play across Epic and Steam. I guess it's like, 
you know, the servers are clearly not powered by either Steam or Epic. No, so they're going to be controlled by Gearbox, right? you know, and 2K, but it still would have have to have been something they've had to implement it because you still use the the steam like ui and friends list and all that sort of thing to connect people together in that game and obviously that wasn't the case because it was on epic so but from what i can gather because we haven't done it yet but because it only came out literally a day or two ago and i haven't had a chance to play it with gareth yet but it seems to just be a very simple case of one of the options is do you want to enable crossplay? And it's like, yes, okay, done. And then you can just find your friends using their email address. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so that's pretty cool. And then the same with the, with The Witcher 3. You know, I, yeah. like, I, like I say, I've been playing it on Switch, but then, you know, there's some good things about it being on the Switch. Like I can play it on the train. Yeah. Um, but you're not necessarily getting the full Witcher experience because it looks really, really bad and the frame mm. rate is low. Um, so I actually picked it up uh, I didn't own it on PC, but but after this news came out, I had a look and it was very discounted. I picked up the Game of the Year edition because I wanted the like like the Switch version is has all the DLC, yeah. but it will let you synchronize with a non Game of the Year edition. Oh right, okay. Uh, so I don't know quite how that works in the game itself. But yeah, I'm not sure. I was like, I don't want to like. I was like, whatever. I'll just Let's get, not risk that. Just get all everything. Just get yeah. everything. And it was like ten pounds seventy five on the humble store. It was great. Um, and then redeemed it on GOG. Yeah, it, it works. Like it's it's quite clunky. It's very like it's not seamless. So when you on the Switch, because like the Switch isn't always online, right? So what yes, happens is, yeah. is you basically while you're online, you can go like load cloud save. And then choose which is like, is it GOG or is it Steam? Choose right, GOG. I see, yeah. Um, and then you go like load game and it shows you all your cloud saves and then you load it in. Uh, and then when you want to, when you save that, it won't save it back to GOG because you might not have any internet and it just doesn't work like that. You then go back into the menu and you go like upload and you explicitly yeah. upload it back to GOG yeah. to be like, now my save is back on GOG again. And obviously yeah. on PC, it's just seamless. It's just saving all the time. Yeah. Um, but that's been the only, like I've had to remember, like at the, if I'm if I'm going on the, if I'm getting on the train, then it's like, you oh, need I need to, to like get load, your save first, load yeah. my save before I mm. leave. Uh, and then when I get home, upload it again back yeah. um, kind of thing. But it's a great service though that they're yeah. still offering like they don't need to at all and it's just yeah. more hassle for them to have sorted that out but it's really great for you to have that opportunity to yeah. play this game in two very different ways on consoles that are, don't come into competition with each other exactly and i don't mind the slight clunkiness and and you know and it made me buy another copy of the game so i am like a walking example of why doing this is good because yeah, they got absolutely. extra money out of me i mean <laughs> It's, it's interesting, isn't it? Because although one of the options for moving forward in gaming is like a Stadia-based model, like the idea of like cloud-based gaming, mm, where yeah. it doesn't really matter what console, quote-unquote, you're playing on, because you're going to connect to the same game state, whatever you saved last time, regardless. Yeah. That is one way we could be doing things. But another way is just, like you say, having these games just sync their saves between each other. Yeah. And one of the things we were saying about before we started recording was, wouldn't it be nice to have the opportunity to, say, buy either a console-specific version of a game or maybe like all console versions of right. a game and then having those saves sync? So if you want to start playing on a PlayStation but then continue on a Switch at a later date, you can if you want to. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't feel like there's much reason not to be able to do that other than wanting people to buy the game again which is fair enough i suppose yeah and a small amount of like implementation within the game itself but it would certainly encourage people to buy your game yeah definitely definitely you know two little things that are that are a positive sign definitely sometimes i'm thinking things like destiny 2 
where mm-hmm. you can't play between Stadia and and other consoles and stuff like that. Like that that's a bit of a negative for me. You can you can synchronize the saves, but you just can't. Yeah, you can't play between them. And like I had a bit of frustration there because I was like, well, like I own it on Stadia, but then if I play if I play on PC, I don't have all the DLC. Yeah. Um and so I would have to pay like full whack for all of the DLC and also then also keep them like keep buying yeah, all the sure. new DLC and it's like oh, that's too much like that's crazy. Um so it's not always done perfectly, um but it is good to see a little bit of like a little bit of cooperation and sort of putting my putting my tech hat on for for the last um 30 seconds or so. I think that it feels like some of this is down to the fact that in the tech world from a from a like software dev point of view there is we are now at a point where so many things are interoperable like as a developer when you're when you're writing stuff and you're building stuff like a lot of things there's lots of like apis and and tools Mm, to like mm. help make things easy to connect like i imagine if you're a if you're a developer and you're like uh implementing gog's cloud saves right it's that's going to be like a library that you download from gog and you put it in your game and you can you know do a bit of config and then ta-da it's it's got gog support it's not going to be this massive undertaking yeah same with like steam and you know it's like if you want to support the steam in-game overlay and the like right click to join game it's like here are the five steps as a developer that you have to do and the fact that we've like because we've got more of these platforms and they're all obviously they all want devs to like support them yes then you make it easier for everyone like you make it easier for devs to do it and the side product of that is that us as consumers get more support across more platforms more choice yeah yeah which is really great so it's kind of like a it's a big win all around really um both for devs for the platforms and for the gamers it's great well, let's hope more games follow in the footsteps of mm. those two uh, examples of both cross-play and cross-save. Um, and if we do come up with any others, then we will certainly report back on them as well, because it's something that we've mentioned quite a few times in the show mm. over time. Yep. But until then, I've been Sefran. And I've been Gelada. And catch us again for another episode of Octolifem Soundbite very soon. On whichever app you're on, we are cross-player. Exactly. We're cross-player. <laughs> Podcasts get it right, don't they? They don't mess about. <laughs>